Welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello, folks. Thank you for joining me. You are listening to Colney Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. Another bite-sized podcast for you today. Picking out my top three performers in the game and the other player who's not as sharp, as quality, as good as we would have wanted, or just lacking in the game. If you're new here to the show, welcome and thank you. Or if you've been listening to the show, glad to have you back. Arsenal visits St. Mary's. The points were shared in the end with a 1-1 draw, but this game could have gone either way. I mean, Arsenal were not at their sharpest in the game. We had missed chances and opportunities to put the game away. Southampton possessed most of the game, fielding their attempts and pressure with corners in the first half. Our breakaway moments under pressure fizzed out quickly. I mean, we weren't as resilient offensively. This is reminiscent of the game against Leeds when we went to Ellen Road. But for Southampton, I mean, I know we have a history of just having this hump that we can't really get out of when we visit St. Mary's, but I can't put all those as excuses or reasons as to why, but just in general, the game we're wearing as our usual selves. You wouldn't recognize Arsenal playing this way. The way we started off, we're really sharp. But again, I do not want to call it a theme when we're not being clinical in the box, when we do not take our chances and execute to the fullest. It is fair to say that what is expected in the box is to take those shots, take it, take those risks. But this is not about risk. This is about executing. This is about making sure that we put the game away, which we could have in the first half, but we weren't. And we just fizzled out things that we wanted to do in the flow of the game and how we wanted to keep up with the tempo or at least stay sharp as you would recognize Arsenal's play in the first half wasn't there. Um, We were just sloppy. The right side of the defense were sloppy, not their best. Southampton put up their blocks in the second half, credit to them. This draw has to be a stern lesson to bounce back to our winning ways. This was a feeling that was much of a disappointment. You know, we looked like we were chasing the game in the second half. You know, losing our composure at times, losing our way of playing, not in general being calm. I mean, yes, Southampton did play a good game. It's never just a one-side story of how we perform, but in, in, in this case, that's how we presented ourselves. That was what we showed. I mean, I think 15 minutes to the end of the game, I was just focused on don't lose the game if you can't win at this rate. Even though we had these chances, it was just we've gone past trying to nick a win at the last minute. This just was not a thing to start looking at, but that's how you have to consider moments. And as we were getting towards the end of this game and things just happening, it was just don't lose it. The performance and everything else, we can talk about that, which I am doing now, but don't lose the game. So I'm aware some calls were not made. I mean, I'm I'm aware there were several missed calls that made it even more frustrating, but I'm not going to put that as a reflection in our performance. I'm not going to put that as to one of the reasons why we were not our best. No, we, we just have to bring back our confidence level in our game. We have to bring back that sharp passes, the way we're, we're very instinctive, knowing how we move in the flow, in the pyramid formation of where your outlet is to your next pass or, or where your next you know, player should be in the position. Those kinds of things, especially 
in the opposition's half, especially in the box when where we should just be taking these finishes. I mean, I want the message to the players to be that this coming games, they should play angry, play like you have missed a chance. And you, the next time you are in the box, you are cleaning things up. You are finishing your meal. You are putting the ball in the net. That's how I would hope that the conversation is related to the players when they're training. I hope that when they're going back, watching film and reviewing tape, that it should be play angry because you've missed a lot of opportunities. Play angry because it costs us this draw, which we could have won. So many other factors that we can't control. We're not going to put that on anything other than just Arsenal in this game against Southampton just wasn't good enough. We just need to be at our best and have our chemistry in all movements, including our subs, just be much better. So with that, the better players in the game, I'll start with Tomiyasu. He played with so much responses defensively and helped with our set-piece defending. We had to defend at least six or seven corners. I'm sure that had to do with a lot of consideration with Atata having him playing in, you know, still holding that position on the left, you know, switching. And, and then after, within you know, within the game, switching positions to the right of his natural left-back position and still producing a good defending, you know, performance, which we expect of Tomiyasu, was just very great. This is kind of, he's shown how important he is, just like Xhaka. He's shown how crucial of a player he is. Cherney is awesome. He's great. But for Tomiyasu to just switch like it never happened, that he wasn't in his usual position, that goes a long way to just reinforce the good recruiting that we have so far, these good players and the quality and the uniqueness that they have in this first team. I mean, he's just... Uh, and I'm definitely taking notice as Oteza accounts for his qualities to nullify the opposition's wingbacks because he's very sharp. He's very, he's very conscious in not having things sort of like slip by him, ball watching or anything like that. So, you know, one of my top three performances in the game today. And my second player, Jaka, you know, he was a sole scorer to our 1-1 draw. And he was very crucial in balancing our defensive responses when we lost the ball, you know, he would be in certain pockets within our box when several passes would come through and he would be there to, you know, help pick it back up and then, you know, grow our, our possession to in a much more, you know, um, safer stance to proceed to their half, to their third or to their other side of the, you know, the ball. So it was really good. It impresses me to see his movement in the box on both sides and his consistency is just very very commendable is some his consistency in in games is really really something else it's something to to truly enjoy i'm just so glad the conversations now should be just to sign him another extension i am all for it because he's just he's doing amazing things yeah so played very well in the game so he's my second player of my top three and my last player of my top three big gabby gabby cleaned up silly mistakes in the back you know in in the midst of our poor flat performance in this game Gabby really stood out just as I mentioned with Tommy Asu so these two defensive players played really well you know um his performance he didn't put any foot wrong he provided good passes to Tommy and to Party to Jaka to to Jesus I mean really cutting through the lines and doing what he n normally does we don't overlook the passes that he that he creates building up from the back 
Um, real big credit to him. He was the better defender in today's game. And then the other guy today was Gabriel Jesus. He did a lot of good things off the ball. The best chance he had to put the game away when it was just one and one, he failed. I mean, he just, I was disappointed on his display in the attack. Everything else that he typically does is not in doubt. But as we know what he is designed to do as a finisher, as someone that just poaches, gets the ball and does his thing, it was not there today. As I mentioned earlier, I'm not I'm not counting the physical tussle that he endured and how several bad calls were, were against him or not were overlooked in, in different sense of how they wanted the flow of the game to continue and somewhat enabling these bad calls and overlooking things like that. No, it's what Gabriel Jesus normally would do any given day. I, I bet he would be the first to say, yes, this is not my typical self. You know, he would be hard on himself and that's good. Holding himself accountable to do better is what I expect. So uh, not seeing the edge, that edge and decisive outputs not being clinical. I mean, there were a few things that could have had done to give us that advantage, that win that we could have come out with, even though we were flat, because these are things that happen where you're playing ugly, you snatch a victory or you try to find a way to get through a difficult situation. At the end, the results count. So in this draw, these are the consequences where a few opportunities come and you you don't take them. So Gabriel Jesus, in this full sense, was the other guy. So that's a wrap for another Bite Size, folks. I hope you enjoy it. Please share with your friends and subscribe. We move to our next game. Yes, we're still top of the league, top of the league, and I'm so happy to say that. It's a very good feeling, but it's something now that we have to build on from what we've learned, from what we've experienced. I do, I'm hoping to speak to you next with so much more joy in our performance and the players and the things we expect to see out of them and how they have picked up from what they missed last last time and things changing so we will look forward to that so thanks for listening see you on the next one take care and bye.